0: Welcome to BIV Today, the daily business news podcast from Business in Vancouver newspaper and BIV.com. I'm Tyler Orton. So the fear of missing out seems to be one of the big factors influencing the Vancouver real estate market. But are we disregarding how big a factor historical trends play within this market? Our guest today correctly predicted the softening of the detached housing market a year ago today, Dane Itell. He's the founder and lead analyst of Itell Insights. He joins us to discuss the future of the condo market and why it might be closer to, say, bottoming out than most people would suspect. That's up next. So has the condo market in Vancouver finally reached a zenith of sorts? Seems speculation about the local real estate industry. It's obviously like a notable pastime for many Vancouverites. But join us today with some research-backed insights. It is Dane Idle. He is the lead analyst. He's also the founder of Idle Insights. Dane, thanks for joining us on the show.
1: No problem, Tyler. Thanks for having me.
0: So Dane, last year you predicted that we'd seen a, a pretty you know strong softening of the housing market, notably detached housing and that's since played out. But I want to talk to you a little bit about your insights with regards to the condo market and the direction that's going at this point. Uh, what is your latest research telling you?
1: Sure. So, uh, once again, thanks for having us on the show. Um, basically, like you, you did say there, last year um, we called the top of the detached market. More recently, what we've seen here, basically in Q1 of 2018, That's when the condo market topped out. The topping threshold was right at 750,000. We played around with that mark for a few months. Um, subsequently we've broken the uptrend that was established here in Q1 of 2017 or yeah, 17 and was started in Q4 of 2016. So that propellation of two year uptrend has been broken. What we've seen here over the last six months is definitely a softening of the market. And, uh, in our opinion, that's nowhere near done. Nowhere
0: near done. Uh, Do you have any guesses as to where we could be going and maybe the time frame in which we could be going there?
1: Absolutely. Um, So for sure, what we're going to see is, as we know, a softening in the market. So the definite point that we're going to be dropping to where we're at right now is actually 708,000, I believe, was the last average sale price uh, for the condo market. We're actually going down to that Q1 of 2017 level. So guaranteed back down to five ninety we don't think the condo market is actually going to stop there um we think that we're going to be dipping our toe back into that q4 of 2016 prices bringing us to the 550,000 threshold so I it's s- a total loss of 200,000 from the from the zenith
0: so i i suspect there's a lot of people in the real estate industry uh, that will say, no, 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 that, that's not where we're going. How, how could somebody uh, go around saying that? But I, I'm just curious, uh, tell me a little bit about kind of the basis for the thinking here, because uh, again, uh, for listeners, you know, Dane, you correctly predicted where the detached housing market is, Correct. was going to go. So I, I want to kind of figure out where you're coming from just with regards to the insights sure. you've been gathering.
1: So basically how we approach the market, we, we take analytical data and then we interpret it. So we like to think that we're offering actionable intelligence to the market rather than, I mean. It, and to be fair, most realtors and the uh, the board themselves, it's not their job to necessarily call markets or say where they're going. So you'll always hear realtors say, your crystal ball is almost as good as mine. That's fine for that industry. We're trying to create a new industry where we say, you know what, we, we do know a bit better. So by taking a look at historical averages throughout real estate prices of greater Vancouver, our data sets for this area go back to the 1970s, selling ranges occur time and time and time again. Going back once again through historical records, when there's uptrends, when Vancouver is investable, everybody keeps investing until that they reach such a, a climax in that, that growth phase, it has to trough out at the very best. Actually, usually when it troughs out, it goes back to previously established prices. So the market does have a psychology that runs through it without the market even knowing that they're creating this, this, this condition where they buy at a normal price and then it, it exceeds that. Over the next coming years, after kind of markets calm down, they come back and question, where do we bottom. Without knowing it, the market says, well, you know, two years ago, we would pro- buy at the 550,000 price thing threshold in the condo market. So that's when people start to naturally dip their toe back in. So on historic averages for the detached market we're roughly in a 20% selling range. Because this market is a little bit different than the last two or three selling ranges we were in, this will be in for a 26% correction for the detached. We're calling for once again between 24 and 30% for the condo market. Now these prices because over the 2016, 2015 run-ups, prices were going so fast, so high we didn't really fill out the psychological selling range between 550 and 600, say. We kind of breezed through that 550 point. We paused right there, didn't stop at six, didn't stop at seven, stopped at 750. So the market's going to naturally take a pause. I mean, stress tests and all these things come into play. Truthfully, though, we did call the market before the stress test. We said that, you know, at the 1.830 for the detached market, that would be the top. That would be the zenith. Um, and then the year out prediction, we actually called the, the prices, I believe it was August of 2018. We thought the prices would be 1.67. The end result was 1.63. So uh, our prognostications historically have been accurate. Um, this methodology of analytical interpretation is prevalent in other equities, other 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 places of of different markets. The connection hasn't been made yet until us with real estate. Um, We do have national studies that we've completed. The more research we throw into the data we've accumulated makes us even more staunch believers in what we're doing here because there are trends that are definitely discernible. Once trends are broken, the natural reaction becomes quite obvious.
0: So you bring up how there's a lot of cyclical trends coming into this. So I I wonder then, and you brought this up with regards to stress tests, we've also had the provincial government introduce, say, the foreign buyers tax and the the newest provincial government uh, up that as well. That's right. Uh, We also have the municipal government taking a look at uh, more tools. I'm wondering if if it's all cyclical, mm-hmm. as you're saying, are these tools, um, I guess, accentuating or are they propelling the market in a direction at a speedier advance than need be? Or what's your take on all these additional tools that we're seeing now?
1: That's a fantastic question. And it is kind of a quandary in the market. You know, is this stress test, is the foreign buyer's tax having an effect? And there's two schools of thought. I mean, there's one that says, yes, it does have an effect. I, I lean more towards the side that the market will dictate how the market performs. So in our opinion, on the, own, on the market's own evolution of the cycle, we had peaked. After the fact, we came in with stress tests um, and, and they upped the foreign buyer stacks in my opinion, why investors aren't investing in Vancouver is because we're no longer increasing in price. I mean, we've backtracked from 1.83 down to 1.6. So as an investable area, Vancouver is not that anymore. So investors are looking for greener pastures elsewhere. The effect that the stress tests and all this negativity towards the market has is the, the, it'll send it into this area longer. So like I say, historically, over the last two or three, we've been in selling ranges for about three and a half, four years most. I see us being in this selling range for six years. So from 2016 topping of prices, we're not going to see these prices again until basically 2023. A reason why the stress test is kind of a misnomer in my mind. Okay, The, the, the stress test, it, to my understanding, was to make the market more affordable. Um, for the everyday Vancouverite. So let's just take an example of the detached market. So say 2016 pre-stress test, you know, you and you and your wife or whoever could qualify for $1.4 million in the detached market, which is basically your entry-level house during that time. So you kept getting outbid and, you know, you just took some time off. You wanted to take a pause. Plus you heard maybe a stress test coming in. It's going to help the market. Everything's going to slow down. Well, basically, out of that one point four, you just lost three hundred and eighty thousand, or sorry, two hundred and eighty thousand dollars in buying power. So that one point four went to one point one two. The detached home hasn't come down to one point one two yet. When it does, let's say that our total correction of twenty six percent is correct, that one point four house will be at one million seventy five thousand. But your buying power got dropped to one point one two. So of that total $325,000 drop in the detached housing market, you only picked up $45,000 worth of that Hmm. because your buying power got knocked. So had the government's left the market on its own, I don't think we would be in this trough for quite as long. The market would have definitely come back. I mean, the 1.830 prices were not sustainable. The growth phase, I mean, imagine water running uphill. Once you fill up a basin, water can run uphill. But it only does it for so long until it finds the next basin and then it troughs out again. So if you think of it like that, it, it, it's an unsustainable factor for a market to keep, 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 keep going higher. Eventually, it does have to come back, find its level and then rise again. So that's what we do see long term for the market. 2023, I think the market will be back up to the 1.830 price. The, the thing with the stress test and, and people, you know, there's there's half the market that's cheering for the prices to come down and half the market that's saying, hey, that is my equity. I mean imagine losing three hundred and twenty five thousand dollars of equity as a seller and the buyer only picks up four 4- forty five thousand of that. Right. Where's the fairness in that? You know, so it, it it's kind of a, a misnomer as I say to the market that houses will become more affordable. Yes, they will, but your buying power has also been eroded.
0: So what do you say to somebody who is a condo owner Mm -hmm. and they're considering putting their condo on the market right now. What's the advice that you might have for them?
1: Honestly, you you do have to lead the market to a certain degree. I mean, choosing your realtor now is, is more important almost than ever. So you want to get somebody that's either A, analytically sensitive, which we do have some preferred realtors that, you know, work with ITEL Insights or, or, or a, a realtor that's been around the block for a minute or two, seen some ebbs and flows in the market and you trust them. Um, realistically, you should be taking their advice. If, if they, you know, you're, Everyone's one bedroom or two bedroom condo to them is the most special thing in the world. And that's fair. But to the market, it's not the most special. I mean, right now we're seeing higher levels of inventory every month after month after month. So you will have to either be Price sensitive and lead the market so that your house is attractive or have a genuine unique product you know which which in the condo market isn't too prevalent um, the rental market remains strong right now, so that might be a thought that you know if you're over leveraged over leveraged, get some rental income out of those properties so at least you know where you stand, get a two year lease something like that so you know you can cover your bills. And ride this thing out. But if you're thinking, you know, to unload them, yeah, you, you, even even at a proper price, a two week listing to sell to achieve a sale is almost going to be that you know weekend uh, multiple offers that we experienced during the heat of the market. Those days are just gone. Unless it's a very very unique or a very sharp price, you're, you're going to be sitting on the market for a while. Whereas two years ago, a 14 day old listing had some kind of stigma attached to it that there's something wrong with it. You'll see more, you know, houses, condos on the market for 30, 40 days, and that's completely normal. Um, and and a sixty-day listing, it's it's still sellable. It's it, it, and, and yes, it's probably worth that price today, but because we're getting a little bit of a following and and the sentiment from everyone says the market, we want the market to go down. So okay, that's become that overriding psychology. So now the question is, where is down? Where is the bottom? So for the For the guy that has to live somewhere, which is, you know, majority of the market, it's best to pay off your own mortgage. All we say is just be alerted to where we're actually headed. Ten years from now, you'll be very happy you bought tomorrow. Two years from now or or six months from now, you'll be very happy you sold today, if that's your intention. If you're looking to get out of the market, sooner is better rather than later in this instance. If you're buying, later is better rather than sooner.
0: Uh, I'll just say this is only anecdotal, but a friend of mine, she just moved to Victoria. She is uh, renting out the condo that she owns in Vancouver, renting it out to her brother. So is that kind yeah. of the smart move Absolutely. at this point?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, she knows where she stands. Uh, her brother has a nice place to, to live in Vancouver, which is the jewel of Canada, if you will. I mean, we got, we, we have some natural factors that, that bring everybody here. So she's, she's in a fantastic position. Victoria is a nice place for her to live and her brother gets to live in a, in a, in a the best part of Canada she knows where she stands financially. The mortgage is covered and uh, and she 's in a good place. Uh,
0: I want to go back to one thing that you brought up earlier, and this is interesting to me. You said that maybe we have some buyers retreating from Vancouver for say greener pastures absolutely and uh, the, the curious thing here for me is are these just investors or are they people that you know are, are looking for places to live that that 's kind of what a, a lot of the question marks are about this market you know, not just here in like Metro Vancouver, but across the entire region and across the entire
1: province. For sure. So, um, what I, what I see from that investors, yeah, they're, they're looking for greener pastures or, or just sitting on the side, which is fine and fair. I mean, the market still, like I say, majority, you have to live somewhere. And the idea of paying off your own mortgage is ideal rather than paying off your, your landlords. So the, the want to buy a home and live in a condo or a detached property is still there, but living in greater Vancouver proper is becoming more challenging. So we see the the market moving further and further out. We saw Langley do a boom over the 2016. We see Surrey do the similar type of thing. I mean, they're all retracting as well now but we see Vancouver getting wider and wider because there is no more land let's say i mean in the 90s we built up coquitlam so there really isn't too much more land that we can do so now it just gets further and further out and the Vancouver proper areas get higher and higher where you'll you'll lose a lot of the detached properties but you'll see a lot more condos to make uh, you know more houses per square foot than than what we see currently and that that makes that detached market all the more desirable 10, 20, 30 years from now. I mean, when there's less detached properties, you can imagine the prices they'll be going for.
0: Okay, so Dane, I think what you've emphasized to me here is that uh, the market in Vancouver... It's complex, and I'd like to pick your brain more uh, on another occasion. But for now, I'll let you go, and I want to thank you for joining us on the show today. Tyler, thanks for having me, and uh, look forward to the next time. Excellent. That's Dane Itel. He is the founder and lead analyst of Itel Insights. And that's it for the show today. You can find our archives on iTunes or Stitcher. Also, tell your friends all about the show, and you can go to BIV.com for all of our news stories. Stay with us. We'll be back next time.